What up gems? Welcome to B-Roll Conversations. My name is Cyril Zuma. I am your host for this show. We talk about all things photography and my previous shows have always been about, you know, how to get into photography, what to do as a beginner, how to price yourself and so forth. On today's episode, I want to talk about something really different. I want to talk about protecting your mental health and talk about practical ways on how to protect your mental health. With the passing of Ricky Rick, I personally feel like mental health will always be a priority. And it always has been a priority in general. And being a creative is challenging. Our jobs are not so rewarding. Photography in general is still not regarded as a viable option or a job in general by our family members and sometimes our friends and even our clients that don't take us seriously. And the best we can do right now is really raise awareness on mental health and just how it affects people and how it affects us and offer ways in which people can sort of cope with it. I remember in 2019, for a while I was in denial of a few things, I guess. Or I didn't know, let me put it that way. And a friend of mine said to me, look, I think you should definitely go see the doctor and not in a bad way but like just go see a doctor and actually find out if you actually might have depression because I feel like I miss the old you the old Cyril the Cyril that was happy the Cyril that would do this that 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 and for some time or you know I was like nah surely that's not me I mean I'm still the same Cyril sure and anyway um long story short I ended up going to see a doctor and she said to me, you've got severe depression. I said, I've got severe depression. She said, yep. And I was very shocked. I didn't know what it was. And she sat me down. She talked me through the whole process. And we ended up with an option of taking some pills. Now, I've also always been against taking pills. And so for this, I really took it seriously. And I started taking some medication. And I really got better. And I really felt well. I felt good. And I still feel good. I think it really helped me to be aware that I was actually depressed or I was going through something and there's nothing wrong with me. This is something that happens to almost everybody. We Sometimes we're just not aware of it. And especially as a black male, you know, you're being told, these are things that we grow up hearing in our homes and our houses, but the world has changed or, you know, the way... We are now more aware of our feelings and it's okay to be aware of your feelings. And I think... Depression is one of the things that we don't get to talk about or get to feel as black males. So we always just brush it off. So on today's episode, I want to talk about practical ways on how to protect your mental health. Before I carry on though, I would like to highlight that I am not a professional by any means. So whatever I am about to tell you is my practical ways on how to protect your mental health. Let's get started with number one on how to just protect your mental health as a creative. For me, it's keep a healthy distance from social media. I am a big advocate of social media. I mean, I am on Twitter. I am verified on Twitter. I use Twitter quite a lot for connections, for finding out certain information. I use Instagram quite a lot too for clients, for just engagements with, with people. Um, so I'm a big fan of social media. But I do also see the other side of social media that can be so dark and that can be so destroying to the reality. I have friends that, you know, we started all out on MiG-33, 
went on to Facebook, when they also went on to Twitter, Instagram, and they went later on to delete every single one of those pages and deactivate them and never be on them. And the conversation with them has been so different when I have a conversation with them. Um, I talk about what's on Twitter and they talk about what's happening in real life. Yes, you know, those are two different perspectives. It depends on where you want to be, but I feel like a lot of what's happening on social media consumes our minds so much that we miss out on what's happening in front of us. Example, you are at dinner or whatever it may be, you're watching a movie, you're doing something, but you're always on social media. Social media is distracting you. I know a lot of people will go to like a premiere of something or they're watching something and they're tweeting about it as it is happening live. And I just always wonder like, are you inside the social media or are you watching the event? Because I feel like you miss out quite a lot. It's like when watching a movie, I feel like there's no way you can be on social media and also watching the movie there are certain things you're going to miss and so for me yeah social media i think you know you need to keep a, a healthy distance from social media i don't think you know don't log in on any social media platform immediately after waking up so i think that's one of the great things or practices that you can do for yourself this would help you just have time to yourself with your thoughts without any interferences from the outside world it's literally just you and just nature, whatever it may be. You feel and allow everything else to come in before you get distracted by anything else on social media. So don't log in immediately after waking up onto Twitter. Don't check what's happening. Don't try see who's posted the best photo on Instagram. Communicate to your clients via email. I would say that is a very, very strong point. Do not communicate with your clients on social media via dms yes you can you know your client will find you on social media and they'll be say hi how are you blah 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 i would urge you quite a lot to direct most of your conversations with your clients or your final conversations with your clients to email in this way you'll be able to separate your professional life from your social media life because what often happens is that you you know you have conversations on social media people delete things on social media things happen on social media but in that way also you just stay off social media so you not no longer have to log on to social media to communicate to your clients. So on your bio make sure that you have your email that's another thing that can help you. So your clients know that they can just email you. If they do DM you it's easier for you to actually say go to my email. Even on your bio say for inquiries please email me on info at So communicate with your clients via email. Then turn your social media notifications off. Like, just don't have them on. Like, you you don't need to know who's liked your photo, who's commented on a certain tweet. Trust me, you don't need to know immediately. It's not that urgent. Social media notifications are there to trigger us to go do something on that app. Have you noticed how there is always a notification on your phone? If you are not on that app anymore, it's going to ask you to go check out something on that app. Somebody just posted something. Somebody just said this. Did you see this? You don't really need to know all those things. Like you'll get a notification from them. And it's just basically a notification to let you know that somebody that you might know has joined 
Instagram? Like, do you really need to know all those things? And then once you click on it, you stay on those apps. Apps are like social media apps are there to bait you into staying on them the whole time. It's an addiction. So I would say turn off your social media notifications and that way you just won't be distracted to enter into anything. Then take time off social media to cultivate a real life. And we're talking about just spend time with your friends, spend time with your family, spend time with the people that are close to you. Go do the things that you used to like. Go fishing, go hiking, go running. Do something that you used to like. Get out of that set, uh, the environment that you were in when you are on social media. And that way it would also help you cultivate a life outside of social media. Because what happens is we often live a certain life on social media and we certain, we, you know, we try and live a certain life in reality, but we, we think we're really living another real life and we're not. We're trying to blend the two together. So I would say, you know, find a certain space and just take time off social media to cultivate a real life with your friends and family, pick up a hobby. I know myself, I really love soccer. So when I really just, when I get, when I get off social media, I go and play soccer with friends. I join a, a community and I become a part of the community. And I know afterwards, you know, it's whether it's, it is, I am on social media, but I'm talking to those guys about that thing. And it just becomes so beautiful because I'm creating a real life and I feel part of something bigger than just, you know, myself and just being behind my, my, my screen here. So I would really say take time off social media, cultivate a real life with friends, family, and just the people around you. Let's talk about the company that you keep. It is absolutely critical to be sure who is around you. And just notice who is around you and how do you feel when whoever is around you. I think it is important to have the right people in your corner and be in the right corner for the right people. So the company that you keep, I think is just is also very important. If you feel very low around certain people, if people make you feel worthless, if people make you feel depressed and the things that they say to you afterwards, you think about over and over again and it almost starts like, you know, being your reality and you're trying to be better than that then you need to remove yourself from such a situation. So be surrounded by people that who pour into your cup and vice versa in general. You know, pour into other people's cups too. Nurture your relationships. I think it's so important to nurture your relationships with friends, family, whoever is in your corner, nurture those relationships and just keep them very close. The other thing is don't go to places that you don't want to go to. Like don't, or don't even be around people that drain you, you know what I mean? You know, I know for me, like I used to love going out to clubbing and just the club scene. And now I don't. Like when I just go there, I just feel very much out of place. Like I don't want to be in a club unless um, it's a special occasion or something is happening. I'm with a friend or whatever. You know, I just don't want to be there or certain set there, certain settings that I just don't want to be in. And I guess, you know, I've come to a certain age where I can just say, no, I don't want to do that. And I think... That's part of me protecting my mental health, just say, being able to say no to a lot of things because I know that it just doesn't suit me. I don't feel good when I'm in that certain space. So yeah, just don't go to places you don't want to go to, man. Nurture your relationships. I think, you know, we've really said this, take time and just invest in them quite a lot, whether it's your clients, go see your clients, just have a real life have a real conversation where you don't need to take stories for everything or talk about it but just 
really engage yourself in that relationship or that situation and i think it reduces a lot of stress and it reduces a lot of just you know anxiety from you and pressure from anybody else you're just living the life that you should be living i think it's so important for us to not miss the point of living we are meant to live and our lives are meant to be amazing we're meant to be living a great life with no judgments but we certain you know we humans i guess we feel judgment and so when that happens i think you know when we practice these certain things like just not going to places we don't want to go to and just nurturing relationships with people people will also pour back into our cups so yeah pour into people's cups and trust me people will pour back into your cup too be intentional with your time that's one of the other points my last point in fact that i want to talk about being intentional with your time is so important we are creatives we always chasing the best thing we always chasing the next best thing and i think it's so important for us to be intentional with our time when we are working we are working and we're serious about it when we're having fun we are we serious about it too when we are resting we are resting too and we're serious about it so i would definitely say that rest and take time off literally switch off all social media switch off from the whole world and just take time rest watch a movie book yourself into a spa laser on by the swimming pool suntan whatever you do just take time rest just don't do anything don't do work don't think about work don't touch work and i think it's so important for us to be able to let go and just detach and completely take time off to ourselves as photographers and as videographers and creatives in general a lot of us are always under the pressure of creating something new so something great and this is pressure on ourselves pressure from everybody else and you know just in general you always thinking shucks i got to create something so amazing so whatever you're doing you're trying to be creative about it just take time off rest and just forget about everything else you'll see it tomorrow trust me you'll see it next week make time for the things that rejuvenate you i do exercising so last year i ran in fact i ran close to 900 kilometers and i used to have this saying and i still have this saying that says running saved my life and it really did save my life because at the time in 2019 when i was depressed you know one of the things i started doing is started running with a friend of mine and i ran every single morning and people thought i was crazy but it helped me cope it helped me get myself together it helped me feel good and you know the saying is you know when you feel good you look good and when you look good you do good so you know i knew exercise and training would get me feeling very good being on the road running and just chasing nothing in general would just make me feel good and look good at the same time so i felt really good and i went running so that's what i do i make time for what rejuvenates me I also go fishing sometimes. <laughs> Funny enough, a lot of friends of mine laugh at me about this, but like, why you fish a boy? Yeah, boy, you fish a boy. But yeah, I go fishing too, and I really enjoy it. And another thing I really do that rejuvenates me is spending time with my family, bro. Like, my mind just is stimulated so much because I'm with family, I'm with people that love me no matter what, no matter what happens. So yeah, take time and make time for the things that rejuvenate you. Why is that word so difficult? <laughs> Invest in physical activities and adventure. I already said that I go running. And another thing I think you must actually do is hiking. I know there's a lot of hiking trails around now and they're really safe. So invest in physical activities. I am a qualified sports coaching by the way. So 
I'm very much a huge sporting fan and just an exercise fan. So I can tell you a whole lot of things to do. If you need a meal plan, come to me. If you need an exercise plan, come to me. I will definitely take you on. But yes, do some yoga, do a lot of exercise. And I think exercise is one of the things that's really underrated because you need exercise. Like you really do need some sort of exercise. Exercise just releases so many happy endorphins. And I remember you I said, you know, when you look good and you just feel good. You know, sometimes you don't have to look like the sexiest athletes in the world. But trust me, after exercise and just getting some physical activity, you will feel good because you've done something so amazing. It's like your body is just like saying, well done, you know, well done to you. So I'm going to reward you by actually looking good. But yeah, those are my tips and just practical ways on how to protect your mental health as a creative. You know, we've been delaying this conversation for quite a long time and and now it is really time for us to take care of our mental health as creatives and really forget about everything else that's happening around because we all we got in truth guys i think just sit back and really ask yourself like you know is it all worth it yes it's nice to be a creative it's nice to be this and that but i think it really is important for you to protect your mental health first you can be creative you can be a a farmer tomorrow you can be an entrepreneur the next day there's a lot of pressure on us as photographers because you're literally running your own business but don't put it all on yourself just know that you can always expand and be something else you can always do the things that you actually love and you will find that when you go back to doing the things that you used to love you can also find a living and make you know make find something that actually makes you happy and you can start doing that too these practical ways helped me when i couldn't afford a therapist When I was a bit younger my parents took me to a therapist and I really took it for granted back then. When I was younger I really thought like a therapist would really judge me and like I was like ah she doesn't she didn't even say anything she didn't even talk back and doesn't say too much or she just does ask me questions and I was like ah I don't want to do this but now I feel like a therapist is so important and I would love to be able to afford one. And so yeah I think a lot of people can't afford one and these practical ways helped me and they still help me now just be a therapist to myself. Before we close off the show, I want to highlight a few stats here that I've actually found online. So in 2019, 13,774 suicides were reported in South Africa. Of these deaths, 10,861 were men, while 2,913 were women. South Africa recorded the third highest suicide rate out of all African countries. This stat came from the World Health Organization by the way. Here's another stat. There are an estimated 23 suicides per day in South Africa and for every one of them there are at least 20 attempted suicides. Men are four times likely to die by suicides than women. And this is from the Daily Maverick in April 2021. Just reading that gave me chills yeah anyway i couldn't read all of that properly sorry about that what that did highlight for me though is that a lot of men are prone to suicide because we don't talk about these things and we close off everything in dot damele a man must and i think a lot of us need to be able to let these emotions out and find practical ways that can help us cope with our just our mental health Mental health is not a buzzword it's a real thing and I think as black men the, the creative industry is dominated by black men and I think 
men in general need to talk about mental health and we need to expose ourselves to these issues and these topics. Mental health is really not a joke and we need to find practical ways to protect our mental health. We've come to the end of the show. Thank you for listening to B-Roll Conversations. I am your host, Cyril Zuma. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Please don't forget to also follow and read the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Peace.